Hey, entrepreneurs, it's Steph here. Do you want to experience what it's like to be part of our Entrepreneurial League community of founders? Now is your chance. New member open enrollment begins on June 10th, and so does our Experience Week. I really want you to have the opportunity to experience what it's like to be part of the most supportive community that will be here to support you at all stages of your business journey during our Experience Week. This will be a five-day virtual event series, and it starts on Monday, June 10th through Friday, June 14th. You're going to get access to live networking and learning events, business growth strategies, as well as office hours with Kim Perel, who is a CEO and serial entrepreneurista, as well as a prominent angel investor. You will also get access to a session on how to win grants with Kat Weaver and Katie Dunn, founders of Power to Pitch. Plus, our mentor, Carrie Kirpin, will be teaching a session all about how to build a profitable business that can sell for more money. And of course, I'll be hosting two info and networking sessions where you can really get an inside look at all of the exclusive benefits and resources that are offered only inside of our Entrepreneurs League community. Plus, you'll have the chance to meet and build relationships with current members. You can register today for Experience Week over at entrepreneurs.com forward slash experience week. That's entrepreneurs.com forward slash experience week to join us for a week of free virtual events. I cannot wait to meet you and be part of your business journey. The mission of the nonprofits 501c3 is to support female entrepreneurs and artisans. And, you know, that resonates with me because I'm an artist and I'm an entrepreneur. So it's kind of all of that. And again, it's like I had so many years where it was about myself and my business and you know my efforts and making sure that that really was as best as it could be and now I'm so excited to use my knowledge and my efforts and my talent to help others when you've built a very successful business as a jewelry designer for more than 20 years with designs in the White House and the choice of celebrities alike The natural move is to completely go in a different direction making documentary films, right? For Kara Ross, it was. Coming up, you'll hear the journey of this entrepreneurial powerhouse and how she switched gears in order to create Unleashed, a content library to empower women and share their stories, as well as how her days have really changed since going from the profit sector to nonprofit after many years. The importance of the courage to follow through, and why she's truly finally at peace with herself. This is the Entreprenista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have, with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram, with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Kara, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm thrilled to be you here. You were one of the guests, and we knew we were starting this podcast. We said we have to reach out to Kara and have her on the show oh, because so you happy. have such an incredible story from how you started your corporate career and then launched your business and now nonprofits. We'd really love to hear, you know, your journey and how you started. Yeah, well, I um, I'm 53 now, and I went to Georgetown University, graduated in '88. So, I mean, it's a you know a story over over 25 years, and uh, it uh, definitely has some ebbs and flows and highs and lows. And I mean, I uh, 
I was a single mom for when I was a very young single mom when, in New York um, a long time ago. And so my business almost really started out of it was a need. You know, I, I needed to provide for my children. I needed to provide food for them and a roof over their heads. And I never um, received any kind of uh, I'd never received one penny from my ex-husband. So a lot in the beginning was um, I worked my butt off because I had to. And so, um, you know, it was a, a, it was some very difficult times in the beginning, but it all worked out. So what year was that when you, you found I mean, yourself I was, being a single mother and you started your business? Yeah. So I, um, I graduated from Georgetown. I went, I was in publishing. I've always loved fashion and visual and I worked at Harper's Bazaar. I was the assistant to the ad director. My first job out of college, um, I was in um, fashion magazines um, for a few years and then I went to GI, about three years, and then I went to GIA, which is Gemological Institute of America, which is on 47th and 5th. They also have a branch in um, Carlsbad, California. And uh, so I, I would say I was about – I had my first daughter when I was uh, – I had both children by the time I was 29. So um, – and uh, yeah, and so then I was married for about uh, – four years. And, uh, and then I, I, uh, got a divorce and I was a single mom for like five or six years, um, with the kids. And, uh, I had my business, um, you know, um, I was doing a lot of diamond engagement rings and I was doing in the fine jewelry business, but it was, uh, you know, people think, oh, diamonds, it's so glamorous. Well, you know, it's so easy to think that it, it's, not glamorous. It's, it's a lot of, a lot of work, work, right? It's work. It's How work. did you know what you were doing when you first started the business? So you went to school to learn about this this industry, and then how did you first pick up and start and say, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to sell jewelry." Um, you know, uh, so I I got the degree. I uh, worked for a very large pearl. Um, company. Um, Tiffany, Harry Winston were, were my clients. I was selling pearls then. I ended up, I, I got married soon after, um, you know, and as I mentioned, I had my children and I, I've always loved design. I started, um, I started making and designing things. And I remember I, I got the first piece I think I ever designed was I got some, um, acorns out of the, you know, in Westchester and I was making molds, um, of these acorns and, and, um, I had some garnets, um, hand carved and created these beautiful cufflinks, uh, 18 karat gold and, um, and garnets that looked like these beautiful acorns. And I just started doing it little by little and, and it just kind of kept building up. And I, I started doing it, uh, just for friends. And then I started doing trunk shows and, you know, if you would make a, some money, you would have to sink that money back into your materials mm -hmm. and gemstones and labor. As you can imagine, when you're dealing with fine jewelry, 18 karat gold, diamonds, gemstones, it's it's expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so you need to be very careful about how you spend your money and what you spend your money on. When you first started the business, did you have a marketing strategy or was everything no, word of not mouth a friend? No, not at all. And as the industry has changed over the years, have you had to – did you have to change what your strategy was for selling? Well, I mean it just – yeah, I mean just, it got bigger and bigger. I mean I've when I, I launched it uh, – I mean under my maiden name, which is Gaffney, I had a, um, a collection at Neiman Marcus. Most people might not even – uh, remember that, but I had a, a very successful collection at uh, Neiman Marcus. How did you Kara get into Gaffney. Neiman Marcus? So they had a buying office here in New York City, and so you would um, 
make an appointment to go see the person. Her name was um, Sandra at the buying office, and she was kind of the the gatekeeper. And uh, so I went to show Sandra the first collection, and she was very nice. You know, it's good, carrots, not great, not for us. Come back. I did it again. Good, not great. Come back again. I went back the third time. Okay, this is good. And then she showed it to uh, the buyer. Her name was Jamin Whitaker. And then, uh, yeah, she picked it up, textured sterling silver, 18 karat gold, diamond accents I used, Tahitian Baroque pearls. Really chic, beautiful, sophisticated, and and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, now I'm traveling. I, you know, I was in five Nima Marcuses. I was doing the designing, the manufacturing, the marketing, the PR, the shipping, the invoicing, like all by myself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I had, I was an English major in college. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell I was doing, honestly. How soon after did you ha- fi- find your first employee? My sister. Okay. Which was really nice. So she came in from New Jersey, um, twice a week and she helped me out and that was great and she's super smart very buttoned up and she's went on after that to have five children so obviously she stopped working (laughs) (laughs) when she started having all the babies but um it it was essential in the beginning because you know she uh really helped me out so were you running the business out of your home yeah i did for quite a long 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 time um which was wonderful because again you know as a single mom then Mm -hmm. and having raising two children and being able to have the flexibility to work from home and always being there for the kids. I mean, I was showing, I was showing clients. I mean, I had so many wall street clients that I was doing, um, diamonds for diamond engagement rings, beautiful diamond. Um, and they would come to my apartment and like the kids were getting a bath. I'm showing diamonds in the living room. I'm edgy. It was like kind of, when I think about it now, I was like, Oh my God. But it, thank God it all, it all. Do your kids out. still remember that? Oh God, no, no. They were so little. Did they catch the entrepreneurial bug from you? Yeah. I mean, uh, the one is getting her master's in uh, special and elementary education oh, yeah. right now. Uh, magna cum laude from Cornell yeah. University. I was very Cornell proud too. mom. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She very – I love that school. Proud mom. And the other one to Dartmouth. And she's um, just applied to the uh, Tisch um, Film School oh, wow. for her uh, master's in film. So both super smart and yeah. Great. Yeah, you must be very proud. I am. Yeah, but you know, you get out what you put in, and I put a lot of time into the kids, and I'm very proud of who they are. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you know? Of course. When did you know with your jewelry business, like you had something, like you had a real hit on your hands, and this was going to be huge? Was there a moment in time that you remember? Uh, I don't think as an entrepreneur. You you really think this is going to be huge. I mean, especially when you're young and you're just trying to make it work. You're really just trying to – I mean, you might get so excited and you're like, oh, my God, Bergdorf's picked this up. But you're every week you have to worry about selling, right? right? And so you never think, oh, this is a hit. This is It's never over. It's never a done deal. It's constantly – you're constantly looking forward to the next thing because uh, it, it takes so much work. And it's – when when you're designing I – mean, I had – a fine jewelry collection, a fashion jewelry collection, and an exotic skin handbag collection. And we were showing three times a year. So that's three, six, nine, twelve, let me, excuse me, nine collections where you have to design new product. You have to, what's the marketing plan? What's the distribution plan? What's the sales plan? I mean, so honestly, I, I would say that you, at that point, you really never sat back and reflected and said, oh my God, this is so great. I'm killing it. It was more like, 
I mean, shit, how am I going to get through the next, <laughs> you know, right. the next month or two? What's it's, next? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's always that. It's not like, oh, I'm so great and I'm so talented. It's, <laughs> it was never really that. You can look back now that I've moved into and pivoted into a different career and I'm very proud of what I created. I'm, you know, I had pieces at, you know, I've had pieces at museums. I was commissioned by the Obama White House to do pieces. I, I'm, you know, sold to the best stores. I, so looking back at it now, it's more reflective, but right. when you're going through it, you don't have time to be reflective because you're, you're on a treadmill. Are you still involved in your jewelry business today? No, I, um, you know, I, I've pivoted. I started a nonprofit, um, before really doing that. I had, um, you know, over 25 plus years, I have accumulated um, many, 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 uh, a huge collection of gemstones, loose gemstones and exotic skins for the handbags. And I um, split that inventory up and gave half to Pratt and half to FIT for the students. And it was worth a few hundred thousand dollars. Um, so I gave all that to the students so that they could use it and to experiment and create things. It's, you know, it's too expensive as a student to uh to do that kind of thing so no i i have stopped that i am into something else and you know some people are now oh my don't you miss it and it sounds i don't i i don't miss it because i was i did it for over 25 years i mean every day i mean i was you know as an entrepreneur when you're building something it's it's all you th it's you know other than the children and your husband like that was it's all consuming and and now I'm doing something else and um so I know I I don't miss it I'm was proud of what I created was there a specific but... moment looking back where you were just like I'm done I need to move on to to something else it wasn't a specific moment it's more of like the the passion I think it's so important to have a purpose and a passion in life. And when you wake up, you want to look forward to doing something. Um, and I guess I realized that when I was waking up, I wasn't thinking about new designs. I wasn't thinking about, you know, my materials and the, the gemstones as much. I was thinking about other things. And I, I think honestly, what it really is, is, you know, when, when you're building a brand, especially a brand that has your name on it, it's all about you, you know, your designs, your, um, you know, marketing, your PR. And I guess I, I didn't want to focus on myself as much. I want, I kind of, I reached a level of success I'm very proud of. And I kind of wanted to talk about other people. I didn't want it to be about me anymore. And so that's what I'm doing now is, um, really focusing on other female entrepreneurs and artisans. Um, and it's not really about me anymore. And we're going to talk so much more about the about what you've started in that movement because it's it's absolutely wonderful and so inspiring. Question for you about actually winding down a business because we really haven't talked much about this with other entrepreneurs. Yeah, that it's we've it's you know it's it's it was tough and it's so it was kind of it almost made me feel guilty like I um like I had a store on um sixtieth and Madison I had yeah, all I all of there. it yeah I mean, the store was beautiful. I, thank you, I appreciate <laughs> that and um. I felt guilty about closing it. And I was, I reflected and I was like, why the hell do I feel guilty? Like, you know, it's mine. I built it up. I worked my ass off. Like I can do with it what I want. Um, but when you're on that treadmill and you're running, 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 running to really kind of stop 
it's very difficult. It's very difficult after many, many years to just say, this is my life. This is how I want to choose to spend my time, my efforts, my money. I'm going to stop. I'm going to pivot. But yeah, I wish someone, I had talked to someone about it because mentally it was tough. Emotionally it was tough. And it took a few years, to be honest, to like really just shut it down, give all this stuff away. Obviously, I had to let people go. I had to close the office. I mean, but it, it was not easy. What year was that when you decided? Um, about um, two years ago, two and a half years ago, I really started thinking like, how do I how do I want to spend my time? How do I want to spend my energy? You know, I'm, how do I want to spend, you know, my next 20 some years of work? I, I knew I, I loved to work. I wanted to work, but how do I really want to spend my time? And it was about, I wanted to give back. I wanted to do more. I've always loved film and media. And that's really when I wanted, I wanted to learn something new. I also, you know, you also reach a point where I had been in the business for so long. It's like, I mean, it's been there, done that, you know, I, I could make things and create like in my sleep and it didn't feel like it was much of a challenge. And I also, I mean, I like a challenge, you know, um, so it's having a purpose and having a challenge. And I guess I just didn't feel that anymore. So coming up, you'll hear why Kara decided to move on from her jewelry business and what it's meant to go from for profit to nonprofit. Hi, entrepreneurs. You know, I am always here to provide you with as much value as possible. So I wanted to be sure that you have access to the entrepreneurista agenda our weekly newsletter where we share the latest business news, success stories, grant opportunities, as well as all of our favorite resources and special offers for founders just like you. You can sign up to join our weekly newsletter and join over 50,000 other entrepreneurs over at entrepreneurs.com forward slash newsletter. That's entrepreneurs.com slash newsletter to subscribe to the Entrepreneurista agenda. It takes just as much courage to stop running a successful business as it does to actually have the courage to to launch a business. So congratulations to you. And something that Stephanie and I always like to do with our guests is surprise and delight them. So we took a look at your social media and we have some surprises for you. One being these flowers. So thank thank you so much for for joining us today. Uh, We also have an entrepreneurista swag bag for you underneath your chair. Thank you. And we also have um we saw that you posted a lot of pictures with of you and your daughters and clearly you you love them so much so we got you a game that you can play with them oh thank you (laughs) so take a look okay thank you what do you what do you mean i don't (laughs) have you heard of this game what do you mean i don't know definitely you know what? I'll be seeing the one this weekend. I'll play it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Family bonding. Thank and you. I bet they've heard of that game, so they'll they'll enjoy playing that with you. And then Thank you have you. lots of treats in your entrepreneurista swag bag so you never never leave here empty-handed oh thank you guys that's so sweet i appreciate it and i think now we should we should talk about unleashed which is something that clearly you're very very passionate about and i want to hear all about it yeah i mean it's very exciting again you know i the the mission of the nonprofits 501c3 is to support female entrepreneurs and artisans and you know that resonates with me 
because I'm an artist and I'm an entrepreneur. So it's kind of all of that. And again, it's like I had so many years where it was about myself and my business and, you know, my efforts and making sure that that really was as best as it could be. And now I'm so excited to use my knowledge and my efforts and my talent to help others. And that's really where I want to spend the rest of my, my working life. And I think that media and film uh, and TV is so important. I think you can change public policy. You can change opinions through really well done content. And so what we're doing is we're creating um, right now a short film series, uh, eight minutes each on high profile female entrepreneurs, you know, telling their story. Um, So the series is meant to entertain and be fun and exciting. It's also meant to educate um, and inspire. And so that's what we're working on now. And we shot the pilot with Brie and Nikki Bella, the, the Bella twins, oh, wow. who are these beautiful, identical twin superstars of the WWE. <laughs> they also have a, a clothing line. They have a wine label and they're launching into beauty. So they are true entrepreneurs, great girls, girls. And uh, so we shot the pilot with them. And it's super exciting, and we're talking to Sony about having it on their platform, digital platform called Sony Live, and talking to some other platforms as well. So, really exciting. That's very exciting, and that's called Connecting Threads. That's a, no, this, that's well, a different just one. Be called Unleashed. This is like just, okay. we did last year. We did three three films about um, two were stories, twenty minute films on um, artisans. One was um, on entrepreneurs. The first film was in India. The second was here in New York City, and the third about entrepreneurs in the food sector and in Detroit. And those can be seen on Refinery29. And those are called Connecting Thread. Those were three films, yeah. But this is a new series that I'm really excited about. I mean, almost like today, 20 minutes is too long for a film. People like the 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 ideal time length is like seven to nine minutes because people's attention span is short. You know, everyone is doing so many things at once. And um, so this will be a short film series. Yeah. Are you recording here in New York? The first one was here in New York. Yeah, it was great. And so we'll do some. I guess it depends where like I want to we'll do one on Serena Williams. If Serena's in Florida, we'll do one on, um, you know, I can't mention names, but a bunch of different people. And depending upon where they are, that's where we will go. And when will it launch? I think in June. Oh, so soon. Yeah. So counting down. I'm counting down till summer. So lots of exciting things. <laughs> yeah, will happen in, I know. In so the summer. It's, it's, I'm learning a whole new art form, yeah. right? So I... I learned the jewelry, a design, and the fashion, and now this is a totally new art form. And so it's challenging, um, and it's exciting. What is the format of the show? Will you be interviewing them? No. So, you know, I didn't want to do that because I think that gets a little boring, you know? If you think about Real Housewives, where it's situational, where you put – you basically kind of script it, but you put them in situations – so it's that, but then also against a white screen. So you can ask different questions and you cut back and forth and it's fun. It's sexy. It's exciting. It's, it's really fast paced. Um, but it's, I would say situational. How have you learned this process as, you, as you've gone along? Have you had mentors in the industry to help you and teach you when you had this idea to do this? So um, on, on my board is um, Susan Rockefeller and Regina Scully. Both are um, in film business, friend, very good friends, and they've been super helpful. And um, the first three films we did, we um, hired um, 
Oscar winning or Oscar nominated female film directors. And just by being there every day and watching them and seeing how they work, I learned so Mm. much. Um, And that was super helpful. And by the end of it, I was like, you know what? I think I can do this. And so I, I, uh, I directed the, the, the one on the Bellas and I'm really proud of it. So, you know, I think to a certain extent as an entrepreneur, you're like, why, why can't I do it? I can, I think I can do it, you know, and you just roll up your sleeves and you try. And if you fail, you fail, you try again. But I, I learned so much from these um, three women and being there every day and watching and learning and yeah, I can do it. You can. Yeah. Are you going to be featured on the show at all? Or are you no. just staying behind no, the no, behind no, the no. camera? I don't need my face on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, these girls are awesome. You know, all the people that will be f- profiling and featuring are just super exciting, and and I think that you you learn through watching. And I think, I mean, look at Black. Did you guys see? Um, oh gosh, what's it called? Blackfish um, or um, The Cove um, uh, or there's so many amazing documentaries. Oh, Blackfish about the yeah. whales? Yeah. The whale? Yes, yes, I the saw that. I was, like, traumatized. That basically, basically, I was traumatized. I was traumatized after watching that. Yes, almost. yes. I mean, and now that's an extreme, but I just think that if, if, if uh, films and if it's done correctly and it's entertaining and you, you learn almost without even learning and uh, if it's fun and it's, you want to, that's, that's what we're working on here. And so it's entertaining, it's sexy, exciting, it's, you know, aspirational and, and you're going to these, you know, you'll learn through just watching what other people are doing and what trials they had to go through, kind of what you guys are doing here, right? Interviewing different people, you know, how, how does an entrepreneur build a business? What are the obstacles you have to overcome? And, and so doing it through visual film, as well as, uh, you know, audio listening, mm-hmm. I think it's very powerful. Absolutely. So congratulations to you. Thank guys you. Yeah, Thank we you. definitely have a similar mission. You know, no, when Courtney wonderful. and I started the business, we built a network of other entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. specifically a lot of female entrepreneurs who we've really, really all helped each other along the way. And we've learned so much from each other. And last year, we just felt, you know, we really want to be able to give back to other other women and help teach and inspire mm-hmm. and, you know, motivate the future generation of, of female leaders. So we're definitely all on the on the same page as you. Yeah, no, that's that's so great. Well, yeah. a lot of the women that I'll be featuring, you guys should have on your show. Yeah, would love yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we would love to have the yeah. Bellas on the show. Yes. Please sure. let them know. Yes, connect us we'll for pull sure. Pull up a chair. Yeah. <laughs> That's 100%. What would you say has been the biggest challenge or obstacle you faced when now filming this this series? You know, I mean, so many because, again, it's a something I'm learning from scratch, right. you know. Um, like – it's about relationships. It's about the platform. Like, where do you want this to be seen? And then have forming those relationships with the people from the different platforms. Do they see it in the same way you do? Do they have the same belief in it? Do they, do they want to share it? Um, um, so that has been something that, you know, is challenging. Um, I guess probably that's the most challenging. I think that there's so many great women, as you guys mentioned, that want to be a part of this. And it is a nonprofit, so I'm not making money off of it. And um, so we have a lot of amazing women that want to be a part of this. So um, it's it's very exciting. And I think that now um, I've learned so much in the past year that now we have some great platforms that, that want to uh, push this out. So I see it as a long term. We're creating a content library. And so the library will be across many different 
career fields, fashion, finance, sports, tech. Um, and so these will be lessons. So you'll learn and also be entertained at the same time. So everything will live also on the Unleashed platform website? Uh, yeah. Okay. But after it's premiered on the other yeah, platforms. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And do you have other people on your team now helping you or is it just you executing everything and you're bringing in freelancers and other talent to help? Um, I have um, – actually, my daughter is helping me out right nice. now. She is just applied to the Tisch Film School. She's been in the film world for the past few years um, since graduating from Dartmouth. And she's super, super smart, and she knows a lot more than I do about the <laughs> world. So she's been super helpful. And I've got a great, talented young man on social media and another um, guy who handles all the money. So it's a tight, small team. I also have a great team, a production team in California who helps, obviously, with the – I've got two camera person, a boom, you know, editor, all of that, with, which – to create the yes, films. You need all of that. Were there lessons you learned from running your jewelry business that you've now been able to apply to launching the, this new endeavor? I mean, I, I think, you know, it all starts with your creativity and what you have in your mind. Like I always thought about a piece of jewelry or a bag or anything like, can I see it in my mind first? And then how do you execute that? How do you bring that to life? Whether it's a physical piece of jewelry or now, how do you create a storyline and how did how do will how can that be visualized in a powerful way through film so it's kind of the same thing it's like thinking about something and in your mind and how do you execute it and how do you produce it so i think that and then and as well like so it's producing it and then you have to think about marketing you have to think about distribution well before it was stores or direct to the consumers this is a, you know platform you know media um pr marketing social media now has a lot to do with it i mean the bella twins have over 15 million followers just on instagram alone um all of the all of the um yeah, all of the women that we're thinking of profiling have a very very large social media following so that is um a wonderful way to get the message out and yeah. the and the uh, series out as well. Definitely. Yeah. Coming up, you'll hear how a typical day has changed for Kara over the years, plus a brainstorm. You can connect with us at socialflyny.com and follow us on Instagram at entrepreneistas. Check out all our latest episodes at entrepreneistapodcast.com. How would you say your days have changed now that you um, have left the jewelry business? Um, well, gee, for 20-some years, I I think you lead by example. And when I had the business and I had many employees and I had an office, um, to me, I wanted to be the first person in and I wanted to be the last person to leave. Again, leading by example. It's hard work. It's diligence. It's, you know, if I'm the leader... I'm the hardest worker. Um, so that is intense, right? Um, so now, and I did that for many, many, many years. Now ha with this nonprofit in the film and having shut down the office, I have as many meetings at coffee shops or restaurants or, you know, the Soho house. It's a very different, I get as much done, but it's, 
I feel more relaxed. <laughs> I think <laughs> I feel more relaxed. I can, um, I, I try to exercise, um, almost every day. I, you know, I gotten into yoga, which, you know, I never would have thought about before. And I, I really enjoy it. Um, so I would say, I, th I think, I mean, I think I'm more relaxed. Um, and I, I am enjoying myself a lot more. I, I'm dictating my own pace, my own schedule. And I did before, but I always felt the need because I had so many people working for me to be on this grind in the first one. So I, I just, I guess I feel a little bit more relaxed. Have you found it's easier now to say no to things or maybe in the past when you're running the jewelry business and opportunities would come up, you might have just said yes to everything and now you yeah, cannot I, say I yes to everything? Probably that's a good thing. Yeah, probably. I, um... And saying yes to everything is also not so smart, but which I and I I'm not saying I did that probably too many times because you'd get so excited about something you'd be like yeah I can do it I can do this I can do that I can do, and then you can't execute everything all at the same time well and so um, yes I think I'm probably a little bit more thoughtful now as well and you get that through learning and through many, many years of making mistakes and trying to do things. So I think I'm probably a little bit more thoughtful now as well. What's next for Unleashed and what's next for you when you walk outside the door today? Um, I have a new puppy who I love Ooh. so much. And also this is like, I had a, another dog before when I was like killing myself for all those years and I never paid attention to the dog because I was never around. <laughs> now, I love this little guy. His name is Sparky. And I try to, like, in between meetings, I'll go home and spend. Aww, I know what kind of dog is he? I just got a dog. We all just got dogs. More, I love this little guy. And, um, what type of dog? And he he's a Cavapoo, half Aww. Cavalier, half Poodle. And he just is so happy and full of enthusiasm and so full of life. So anyhow, so what am I going to do? After this, I'm going to go home and spend some time with Sparky. Start. <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. Um, no, I can definitely I relate. Really I just got excited. a dog named Nori who who I love. Oh, Sparky and Nori need to hang yeah, out. They need to have a little play date, a uh, little Shih Tzu. Oh, so Does Sparky have an Instagram account yet? No, but he has a hashtag Sparky Ross. I got to see Sparky. Sparky Ross. Does he have little outfits? Uh, yeah. He, he and I have matching <laughs> Christmas pajamas, actually. Oh, so I did with Nori, too. I know. I, my husband thought I was insane. I was 30 like, oh, There's 30. Oh, my goodness. I see it. Look at this. I mean, he's just the cutest thing ever. So cute. <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. That does not have to do with business, but that makes me It's happy. still important. So. Take time for yourself. I know. I know. Seriously. And I also think that's something that, you know, as you get older and you've, I think a, a lot of this is also having worked so, so, so hard for many years and having achieved a level of success that I am very proud of and that I can own and I feel so good about. I think then you can pivot. Then you can see things in a different way. I, when I was 30, 35, 40, you know, no, then it was all about like you, you are driving that business. You are making sure, but now I can, I did it. You know, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. I did it. Now I'm doing something else and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I kill it, but I can, I can see it in a different way. I can, I, you, you know, you learn. You, so it's, it's a good thing about getting older, you know, you learn. Yeah. What would you say keeps you inspired every day? Um, I like to learn new things. I, li I, I like to challenge myself. I mean, 
I think it's so interesting to like think thinking about this new series, like how do, how do you, how do you make this worldwide? How do you make it better? Like what, you know, um, I just, it's a challenge. I, I just like to think about like what I'm working on now, how to make it better. I read a lot. I, I read tons of books and newspapers. I consume a lot of media and I try to learn from it. And, um, so it's, it's a, constantly trying to challenge yourself and to make whatever you're working on better. Yeah. Well, the content you're creating is the exact type of content that I know we love and I can't wait to, to watch it. And oh, I think you're gonna, I'll send you the yes, link. Yes. We'll, the, we'll promote it everywhere. It, it's gonna we will share it everywhere too. Thank across you. all of our, across all of our networks. And something we like to do on our podcast is we leave some time to do a 60 second brainstorm. All right. So you like to learn, you can essentially ask us Anything you want to learn or know to either help yourself, help the new nonprofit, and we'll put 60 seconds on the clock and the three of us will brainstorm some new ideas together. Okay. So who would you guys like to see an eight-minute episode on and why and Ooh. what would you want to learn from it? All right. We have 60 seconds on High the clock. female entrepreneur. Here we go. Yeah. Female entrepreneur. Big. And does this person have to be a celebrity? Uh, no, not necessarily. The first year will be high profile, but no, the second year, no. I think someone who is actually really interesting is Ellen DeGeneres because Ellen started as a stand-up comedian and had to hustle and really work her way to the top. And she has now turned herself into not only a household name, but but a brand where she sells all sorts of products and she's running this TV show and then she's probably negotiating all of these different product deals and licensing deals. I'm so curious about how she was able to, to do everything and how she manages her time. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. A really good one. And then two people come to mind. The first person that immediately popped into my head was Jessica Alba, mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, she is an actress. Everyone knows her. She, she launched or um, ran Honest, and I'm not sure how involved she is to this day, but it'd be very interesting to hear her story. Mm-hmm. And then someone completely unrelated to her and who's not a celebrity, but I just find so fascinating because I watch her on Instagram is... Uh, Ariel Charnas from Something Navy. So I think it'd be really interesting to profile an an Instagram influencer who is successful and has launched brands. For Nordstrom's, yes, yes, yes. Yes. About that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and she's you know now she has two kids. She posts about them all the time. She really lets everyone into her life. You don't really have to want. I mean, I have followed her long enough to know a lot about her, even though I don't know her, right. uh, but maybe there are some interesting things that you could pick up from. Okay. That's a great idea. I'm yeah. doing something with her. Awesome. Good. Thank you. Good, good brainstorm. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Brainstorm, guys. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So last few questions for you. What does being an entrepreneurista mean to you? Um, it's, you know, having being passionate about something and trying to trying to create something new from that passion and trying to follow through uh on that it, it it's v- hard it's very 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 difficult there's so many things you have to think about i mean honestly i wish someone had told i was an english major and a fine and an art history minor in college i wish someone had told me to take an accounting class you know and, um but i think it's it's about it's about uh having an idea having the passion having the courage um to follow through 
And for our listeners who are first starting their business or they might have an idea and they're not sure where to start, is there one or two pieces of advice you would give them of I – th- I think it's – you whatever business you want to start, first of all, you've got to know that market inside and out. Who are the players in that market? Who are the competitors? How do you – how does your product or idea differentiate from them? And if it's not clear, don't do it. I mean, because you have to have a very clear idea of how you are going to be able to compete and how you're going to be different. Um, I would say that. I would say that if you can have a mentor, I wish someone had told me that. Um, If you could have a mentor within that space that could help you, that would be a wonderful thing. Um, There's lots of different groups also that – like women's there now there are women's wonderful women's groups in all different sectors that I don't think that there were before and I think that that's also great to whether it's in jewelry there's the the women's jewelry uh oh gee what's it called um women's jewelry association so join that if you're I mean that's just obviously if you're interested in jewelry but there across all different sectors there are these groups of women that can help and and aid and I would say join join those groups. But I think you really have to have an idea of how whatever you are going to be doing is really going to be different and unique. Kara, thank you so much for coming on the show. You have shared so much advice and wisdom, and we are so excited for all of the new content that you are going to be producing, and we can't wait to watch it. Where can everyone find you, follow you, and um, see the content you've already created thus far? Well, um, I, I mean, I have an Instagram, which is Kara Ross NY, but the work Instagram that is unleash underscore world. Um, and then we have a website for unleashed world. So I would say, um, if you're interested, just go on the website or, you know, follow us on social, the films will launch in June. And so that's super exciting. And, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff. So thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And we'll be following you you everywhere. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We will be back next week with another incredible entrepreneurista. Until then, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Courtney. And this was the best business meeting we've ever had. Entrepreneurista is produced by Mouth Media Network for Socialfly. Copyright 2019, Socialfly, all rights reserved. Thanks for listening. Hey, entrepreneurs, it's Steph here. Do you want to experience what it's like to be part of our Entrepreneurs League community of founders? Now is your chance. New member open enrollment begins on June 10th, and so does our Experience Week. I really want you to have the opportunity to experience what it's like to be part of the most supportive community that will be here to support you at all stages of your business journey during our Experience Week. This will be a five-day virtual event series, and it starts on Monday, June 10th through Friday, June 14th. You're going to get access to live networking and learning events, business growth strategies, as well as office hours with Kim Corral, who is a CEO and serial entrepreneurista, as well as a prominent angel investor. You will also get access to a session on how to win grants with Kat Weaver and Katie Dunn, founders of Power to Pitch. Plus, our mentor, Carrie Kirpin, will be teaching a session all about how to build a profitable business that can sell for more money. 
And of course, I'll be hosting two info and networking sessions where you can really get an inside look at all of the exclusive benefits and resources that are offered only inside of our Entrepreneurial League community. Plus, you'll have the chance to meet and build relationships with current members. You can register today for Experience Week over at entreprenista.com forward slash experience week. That's entreprenista.com forward slash experience week to join us for a week of free virtual events. I cannot wait to meet you and be part of your business journey.